Well, good morning, church, and a special welcome to any guests that might be joining us. This is the Alexandra Baptist Church podcast, and uh, my name is Craig Ashby. It's a real privilege to be the pastor at Alexandra Baptist Church. Hey, this morning I hope you've had a good sleep. I hope you're feeling recharged and refreshed after what's what's really been quite a different week. You know, some people say that the best movies are the movies with a huge plot twist. You know, we thought we knew something about the character or, or some sort of situation changes just in an instant, and, and that's the big twist in the movie. And, and maybe we like twists in our movies, but I guess we don't really like twists in our life. And you know, this week just been uh, a pretty significant twist. The announcement on Tuesday night by the New Zealand government of a nationwide lockdown was probably a bit of a surprise for many people. And so we've been advised on Friday afternoon that this lockdown is going to be extended for another seven days. So New Zealand's going to be in lockdown until at least uh, midweek next week. Now, I don't know about you. I mean, I could be wrong. Perhaps you've enjoyed some of these extra days at home. You know, some people are calling it a staycation, getting the housework done, getting some projects, spending extra time with the kids, calling up friends and stuff. But, you know, probably there's been a little bit of extra stress and pressure added to that. You know, we've been asking ourselves questions like, well, have we got enough food? Is the Wi-Fi data going to last? And have we got enough toilet paper? You know, all those essentials. But for other people, there's been some extra stress. You know, you've had to work from home, and that's just meant a later bedtime or earlier starts in the morning. Some people have even had to rush back to Alexandria to get home from wherever they've been in New Zealand this week. And, and for other people too, the lockdown, you know, it just really reinforces feelings of isolation and loneliness. And, you know, in a world that is up to our eyeballs in anxiety and worry, something like a lockdown really just adds to it, you know. Now, I 100% agree that the government's decision is the right decision. And, you know, as Christians, we've got a responsibility to support our political leaders our health professionals, the essential workers, all those people are just doing a fantastic job to keep the country ticking over. And so if you haven't already, you know, pray for those people. And, and, and if you do get a chance, if you know anyone personally, give them a, a message of encouragement. You know, those twists of life um, that we experience from time to time really often add to some of the burdens and the pressures that we're already carrying. And I, I freely admit there's people around this world who are doing things in a much far more challenging, much more harder situation than, than we are. Some people have been in lockdown for a lot longer than New Zealand has been or even will be potentially. But you know, just the lockdown kind of brings challenges and uncertainty around what's ahead in the coming days. And I do think that adds to some of the worries and the anxieties that we're carrying. So very simply this morning, I just want to give you a short message some very simple encouragements for where we're at. Now, 3,000 years ago, a man called Solomon, arguably one of the wisest men who's ever lived, he said this, Worry weighs a person down. An encouraging word cheers a person up. And I don't know, maybe you are feeling weighed down by some of the uncertainty in New Zealand or, or maybe in your own life this morning. And so some of these changes that we've had to go through, it just means extra stuff that you've got to sort out and, and more people relying on you for different things. So very simply, I just want to pick up what Solomon advised there, that an encouraging word cheers people up. And I want to give you an encouraging word this morning. And, and please know this is not my word. This is 
straight from the words of Jesus. At ABC in the last few weeks, we've been tracking through a series called New. We've been discovering the new way of living that Jesus offers the world. So as part of that, let me share with you some encouraging words that Jesus said a long time ago. In Matthew chapter 6, it's recorded, Jesus said this, I tell you not to worry about everyday life, whether you have enough food and drink or enough clothes to wear. Isn't life more than food and your body more than clothing? Look at the birds. They don't plant or harvest or store food in barns, for your heavenly Father feeds them. And aren't you far more valuable to him than they are? Can all your worries add a single moment to your life? And why worry about your clothing? Look at the lilies of the field and how they grow. They don't work or make their clothing. Yet Solomon in all his glory was not dressed as beautifully as they are. And if God cares so wonderfully for wild flowers that are here today and thrown into the fire tomorrow, he will certainly care for you. Why do you have so little faith? So don't worry about these things saying, what will we eat? What will we drink? What will we wear? These things dominate the thoughts of unbelievers. But your heavenly Father already knows all your needs. Seek the kingdom of God above all else and live righteously, and he will give you everything you need. So don't worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow will bring its own worries. Today's trouble is enough for today. Now maybe some of those ancient words from Jesus might be familiar to you. The context is that they come right out of the middle of what's known as the Sermon on the Mount. And uh, hopefully next time we get together in person at ABC on a Sunday morning, we'll unpack that a little bit more detail. But ultimately the Sermon on the Mount, it's really a new way of living a very different way of living compared to the world. And in this particular section from it, Jesus highlights some of the general cares and concerns that people of the world have. You know, what are we going to eat? What are we going to drink? What are we going to wear? The food, the drink, the clothing, just basic human needs. And, and Jesus essentially says, look, I've got this sorted. Now, I'm confident that if you're listening to this, then you are probably not hungry. Hopefully you've had some sort of healthy breakfast, maybe cereal, toast, muesli, bacon and eggs if you're lucky. And I'm pretty confident you're not thirsty either. You've probably had coffee or whatever else you need to get up uh, and going for the day. And I'm reasonably confident that you're not naked listening to this. I mean, potentially you could be naked. You're probably in the privacy of your own home, but it is the middle of winter and it's probably not something I'd advise. But you know, Jesus is pointing out here that God has generously provided the essentials. He's got them sorted. And if we can trust God for the little things like food and drink and clothing, then we can trust God in the bigger things like a global pandemic and national lockdowns. And so Jesus' message is essentially, don't worry, I've, I've got it sorted. But I probably need to clarify what a biblical definition of worry actually is. You know, when you look at it right across the whole uh, gamut of the biblical story, you'll see that worry is essentially getting caught up in carrying the concerns of the world and losing perspective on life and lacking trust in God. And when we get caught up carrying the concerns of the world, when we lose perspective on life and we lack trust in God, that's, that's really when we worry. And you and I both know that we don't need a lockdown to make us worry. There's enough tough stuff going on in our everyday lives where we can lose perspective and where we can lack our trust in God. 
Perhaps you've got a, a pending retirement coming in and you're not sure what that next season is going to look like. You're not even sure if you're going to have enough money. Maybe you've got some increasing responsibilities at work. You know, your boss is saying, hey, look, we need to do more with less. And that's a cause for worry. Maybe it's closer to home. You've got trouble with the in-laws. You've got a rebellious child. You've got an apathetic spouse. Maybe you've got some health challenges that you're facing that have affected your mobility and your mental clarity. Maybe there's a project that you are in charge of and it's, it's getting out of hand. The time frame is just kicked out and you can just see money going down the drain. Maybe you're at school and you've got exams on the horizon and assignments are just getting bigger and bigger each day. You know, in each of those things, Jesus essentially says to us, hey, I've got this. I've got the little things sorted, so therefore you can trust me with the bigger things. I don't know if you noticed in that passage, but I find it really amusing that Jesus says the cure for worry is actually bird watching. So the scientific term for bird watching is orthonology, and, and a bird watcher is an orthonologist. Now, I am not patient enough to be an orthonologist. We've, we've got a hawk who lives in the trees close to our house, and it's so impressive watching him soar and swoop through the air, but I'll only watch for like one minute when I'm outside. I don't sit for hours and hours and hours waiting and watching for this bird to come out. But you might notice in verse 26, which we just read, Jesus directs our attention to the birds. And he says, look at the birds. They don't worry about life. God looks after them. He provi God provides what they need each day. And you are a person, friend. In fact, if you're a Christian, you are a child of God, which means you are so much more valuable than the birds of the air. And I draw a lot of comfort from that because there's a lot of times when I feel like a bird brain. You know, I'm flying here, I'm flying there, and I'm worrying about life. But God knows what we need each day, and he generously provides. In fact, in the very next line, verse 27, Jesus points out that worrying does not add anything extra to our life. In fact, if anything, worry takes away from our life. There's been multiple scientific studies that have concluded that anxiety and stress and worry will reduce our lifespan between anywhere between 3 and 10 years, which tells me that worry is not worth it. Now, there's probably something, <clears throat> probably a caveat I need to add in here. Now, Jesus is not being blasé. He's not some stoned hippie drawing a combi van singing, don't worry, be happy. Okay? Jesus never encouraged his followers to forfeit their roles and responsibilities. He never told them to bury their head in the sand and just wish all their challenges would go away. But Jesus is also realistic that there is only so much we can do each day. And the rest, we've got to leave in God's hands. We've got to trust that he can see the bigger picture, that he has a bigger plan, and we have an important part to play in that plan. And I think Jesus captures the essence of his message in the last line. Let me read it to you again. So don't worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow will bring its own worries. Today's trouble is enough for itself. Matthew chapter 6, verse 34. You know, that truth has been highlighted this week. I mean, how much of our plans that we've put into place have changed? But in the midst of those changes, Jesus gives us an encouragement, a reassurance almost. Look at the line previous, Matthew chapter 6, 33. Seek the kingdom of God above all else and live righteously, 
and he, that's God, will give you everything you need. Now let me just clarify, like, seeking the kingdom of God and living righteously, that doesn't mean that you're reading the Bible eight hours a day, that you're praying from dawn till dusk, that you're singing worship songs nonstop. I mean, you are welcome to do that, and, and maybe during this lockdown you've got a bit more spare time. But Jesus is grounded in the reality of life. And he knew that seeking the kingdom of God and living righteously meant living the way that God calls us to live. And if you want to see some more examples of what that looks like, scroll through, uh, read through the Sermon on the Mount in a bit more detail, and you'll see what it looks like to live the way that God calls us to live. Because fundamentally, seeking the kingdom of God and living righteously means trusting that God has a sovereign plan. A sovereign plan not just for our world and for our country, but for our own individual lives. And you know those challenges that we're facing at work, at home, maybe it's the strained relationships or the health issues or whatever it is. Not only does God know, but he cares. And more than that, he is at work in those situations whether we realize it or not. So I just want to finish by uh, sharing some uplifting reminders that God knows and that God cares. And I've got some talented people that are going to read some scriptures to us, some promises of God, which I think you'll find helpful to hang on to in such a time as this. The Lord is a good refuge in times of trouble. Who He cares for those who trust in him. May harm one verse seven. The Lord himself goes before you and will be with you. He will never leave you nor forsake you. Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged. Deuteronomy 31 verse 8. For those who hope in the Lord will renew their strength. They will soar on wings like eagles. They will run and not grow weary. They will walk and not be faint. Isaiah 40 verse 31. God is able to bless you abundantly so that in all things at all times, having all you need, you will be you will abound in every good work, second Corinthians nine verse eight. God gives strength to the weary and increases the power of the weak. Isaiah forty verse twenty nine. Even though I walk through the darkest valley, I will fear no evil, for you are with me. Your rod and your staff they comfort me. Psalm 23 verse 4. Well, I hope that was helpful for you. I hope that was encouraging and, and maybe just reminded you that, that God is sovereign, that he's got things sorted. And for us, we can really only just take life one day at a time. That's certainly what we'll be doing. We'll be waiting for the government review of the next few days uh, as to what the national alert levels will look like going forward. And so please do check, uh, keep an eye on your inbox for updates and how that affects the activities and ministries here at ABC in the in the next few days. But in the meantime, if you've got any questions, or if we can help in any way, uh, feel free to get in touch via the ABC website, alexbaptist.co.nz, or our Facebook page, just search Alexandra Baptist Church NZ. Or you can even email me, craig at alexbaptist.co.nz. It'd be great to talk, it'd be great to chat, and uh, love to catch up. Or even if you want to do that with your home group leader, or your ministry team leader, or someone that you connect with, it's just, um, that's what the church does. Hey, but I just want to leave you with this final thought, particularly if you may be worried or feeling unsettled or anxious. I just encourage you to hang on this reminder that Paul gave to the first Christians in the city of Philippi 2,000 years ago. He writes this in Philippians chapter 4, 
verse 6 to 7. Don't worry about anything. Instead, pray about everything. Tell God what you need and thank him for all he has done. Then you will experience God's peace, which exceeds anything we can understand. His peace will guard your hearts and minds as you live in Christ Jesus. You know, we hope that you know and experience God's peace at this time. And may God bless you heaps.